The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, it's Marianne and welcome back to the Life with Marianne podcast. I know you guys are going to love this episode. It's with Emily Urkel. She is the co-founder and CMO of LaPree and LaPree is an amazing place for you guys to buy and sell pre-loved luxury bags. They also have a wholesale business. So if you guys are a retailer and looking for a place to source bags from, you guys should definitely check out their site. But she has a wealth of knowledge. She talked all about how to sell luxury bags, what bags are investment pieces, what to look for, styles to look for, your first designer bag um, to shop, bags under $1,000. So I thought that she was the best person to answer a lot of these questions for you. If you guys want to follow Lepre and see a little bit more about them, I have linked everything in the show notes so you guys can check them out. But now let's hear from Emily. So I have to ask you, what was your first luxury bag? Oh, so my first luxury handbag was probably a Gucci bag. It was this Gucci monogram, like a boat pochette. Sadly, I don't have it. I upgraded it, sold it and got the Jackie bag after that. But of course, now the Gucci bag's back in style. It's super cute. So if people don't know about Lepre, can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. So Lepre is the premier platform for businesses to source and sell authentic pre-owned luxury. So what that means is we actually have two businesses. We have Lepre.com, where consumers can shop the best vintage and consignment stores online. And we also have Lepre Wholesale, which is the largest wholesale platform globally for retailers to source authentic pre-owned luxury. That's amazing. And so why did you all pivot to also now offer this wholesale part of the business? Yeah, so that's a great question. So when we started Lepre, initially we started as our own personal passion to bring the best vintage and consignment stores online. After launching Lepre, we started to see an uptake from our vintage and consignment store partners asking us for help sourcing. So normally they would you know, rely on who walks in their door to see you know, what their consigners are bringing in, whether it's handbags or clothing or jewelry accessories, but they would never know what they were going to get. And so a lot of the times our retail partners would look to go online and they would, they would you know, go to certain marketplaces and it was, it was risky to source from there, or they would travel, they would spend a lot of time traveling, money, resources to find the right supply. And so one of our missions is to really help small businesses and businesses really get into the pre-owned industry and to help them grow. And to help them grow, we realize not only are we you know, helping them grow by connecting them to consumers, but part of that is also we need to help them find the right supply. And so we decided to launch Lepre Wholesale, which is you know, a platform where businesses can source authentic pre-owned luxury. And there's nothing like it in the world right now online. And so what we've done is we launched Lepre Wholesale about two and a half years ago. And since then, we have become the largest platform for retailers to source. That's amazing. So if someone is listening and they are a retailer and they want to be able to buy bags from you, how can they do that for wholesaler? How do you guys set up wholesale accounts? Sure. So first, they have to be a business or or a certified reseller, but they can just check out wholesale.lapree.com. And we have an easy application and it's just like that. They just apply. We make sure they're a verified business and they can get access to our wholesale platform. Our wholesale platform is only for businesses. Okay. So I have a lot of questions because a lot of listeners are either buying first-time bags, they want to sell a bag, and they had a ton of questions for you. And I was like, okay, you're definitely the expert to share (laughs) all of this advice with them because it is really overwhelming. Like I still remember my first luxury bag that I bought. I remember aspiring to get something for the first time. So the first question is, what are the best investment bags? 
Oh, that's a great question. So definitely um, there are certain brands that just really hold its value. And if you're going to invest in bags, the brands to think about are, sometimes I call them the Holy Trinity, but Chanel, Hermes, Louis Vuitton. There are other brands that actually go beyond those top three. Gucci, Fendi, Dior, they hold their value very well. So some of these brands actually, you know, not only do they hold their value, but some of these brands, certain styles increase value over time. And so I'm thinking of a brand like Chanel. There are certain investment bags that you look for in Chanel. Classic Flap is the first one that comes to mind. For example, I got my third luxury bag with a Chanel Classic Flap back in 2006. And at that time, it was $1,650. That same bag, same style, same leather hardware is now selling for $8,800 in store. Wow. Which is crazy. That's, you know, if you account for inflation... That's almost three times the price it was 15 years ago when I bought it. So like when you think about investment bags, it's really important to think about not what's trendy, but what, you know, do your research, what has gone up in value over time. Chanel Classic Plata is one of them, you know, and certain colors, book is always a great option, but there's also current, you know, like very seasonal colors. Like there's a Tiffany blue that came from the 29 series or a caramel that just came out this season in Chanel. But then there's really vintage colors too. Like there's this really beautiful Sakura pink that comes from like the 2004. And, you know, when it comes to holding its value, not only should you think about style, but leather, color, and hardware. Same thing with Hermes. And, you know, Hermes, Birkins, and Kelly's really hold their value increase over time. Um, Again, leather colors are really important for uh, investment purposes. So if you're looking for a bag to invest in, I would say stick to the classic colors and neutrals like black or gold for Hermes. If you're thinking about Louis Vuitton, the Neverfull is a really good bag to invest in. That bag has held its resale value almost up to 96% of the time, especially if you kept it in great condition. And then you can always get like, you know, not only the colorways and the leathers, but you can also think about certain limited edition collaborations. And sometimes those can double or triple value in the resale market. And you were just talking about taking good care of your bags. And so when we're thinking about an investment bag, it's to buy something that in time you hope is worth more money down the line if you choose to resell it. So how can we keep our bags in really good shape between now and when we may want to sell it while still using it and wearing it and loving it? Oh, definitely. This is That's a great question. So The first thing you want to do is make sure your closet or shelf that you're keeping your handbags is clean. It's away from direct sunlight, humidity, extreme temperature. If you can make sure your closet's away from the bathroom because of the humidity, that's ideal, but that's not a lot of times how our houses are built these days. So I I actually encourage um, my friends to get dehumidifiers for their closet. I know it's funny sounding, but it's worth it. The second thing I would say is after you use a bag, make sure you wipe away the dust from the bag. You can use the dust bag that actually came with the bag, or you can use alcohol-free baby wipes, especially if your bag got a little dirty somewhere. Maybe you were at Coachella and it got really dusty. You can use that to wipe away any dirt. You want to carefully stuff your bags with acid-free tissue paper so it supports its shape. And this is really important because over time, bags can lose their shape. Or you, you can get bag inserts for certain bags that, you know, for your Neverfull or your Classic Flops or any bags that you have, there, there are bag inserts out there that we can recommend. And then if you have a chain strap, so this is really important. If you have any chain strap, either like if you have a Bottega Venetic cassette bag or Chanel Classic Flop with the chain, 
you want to make sure you pat it with tissue and then you tuck it inside the bag. And this is important because the chain can imprint on the leather if it's not stored properly. And so, you know, I recommend that too. And ideally, you would keep all your bags inside dust bags or original boxes. And if you don't have that, then I would store your bag upright on a shelf, uh, protected by its dust bag. I know that's a lot of tips, but (laughs) it's worth it. It's so helpful. I know for some of my bags, I also have like little dividers. So they each have like their own little home in my closet so I can make sure they're they're separated from other things. I always keep my dust bag. And also this goes for my shoes too. All of the stuffing that comes inside of my shoes, I keep everything inside of them. So when I'm storing everything, it maintains the shape. And then there's also really great like purse stuffers that you can find on Amazon. Absolutely. Okay. So for somebody who is looking to buy their first designer bag, what are some good entry-level bags? So let's say you can't get to like the Holy Trinity of the big styles. Are there entry-level Chanel's or Louis Vuitton bags or other styles you think are a great first place to start? Yeah. I mean, I think for entry-level, so I'm thinking like under a thousand dollars or around that price point, you know, a good place to start, obviously buy pre-owned. That's the best way to buy. Not only because you get a discount, you know, from retail typically when you're buying pre-owned, but you're also extending the life of that bag. And by buying pre-owned, you're actually not, you know, you're you're not buying a new bag that has to be manufactured to take its place. So it's, it's a really good reason to buy um, sustainably. But yeah, so best bags uh, for your first bag. I think you know, a Chanel wall on chain. I know it's a little bit over a thousand, but that's a really good um, investment bag. It'll go up in value. It's not as expensive as the classic flap. If you want to stick to close to 200,000, there are a few LV bags that are really great investments. The Papillon, you know, a speedy bag. Balenciaga's classic bag is coming back. And so if you are looking on the resale market, those typically tend to be around 600 to 900 on, on the resale market, which is a really great bag. And especially you know, this year has seen a huge comeback. When I was in New York, I saw so many cute Balenciaga classic bags out there, city bags in different colorways. And it's really fun. There are, you know, other bags like the St. Laurent Blogger bag, LV Pochette is a really good investment, even Gucci Marmots or Gucci Soho bags. If you're on the resale market and you're looking for a Fendi bag, those are great investments. A Fendi Zuka baguette are really cute and they kind of go with everything. They're a good neutral bag to have. So yeah, I think those would be my uh, top, top, recommendations. I've had my YSL blogger bag for so many years. It's one of my most used purses. It has a crossbody strap. It's so perfect for day. It surprisingly fits a lot of stuff. It's also a really great gift to give if I want to give somebody something really special under the thousand price point. And I love this bag. It's such a special bag. I feel like I've had it for quite a few years at this point. And I, I actually sell a lot of my stuff, especially the more trendy pieces where I want to have something. I know I want to have it for a few years, but I'm always rotating pieces out. So why do you think resale is so hot right now? And like, why is it so important? Well, resale is really, yeah, resale is really hot. So resale, the industry itself is growing 11 times faster than retail. And that's because I think as consumers, we're getting more, we're getting smarter about the choices we make. You know, we're thinking about the world and the long-term effects of, of all the manufacturing, but also we're also getting smarter in a way that we are smarter shoppers. We know how to do your research. We know what's a good deal, what are investment bags. And so, you know, when I think about the sustainability factor, that's a big part of, you know, why people should buy pre-owned. When you think about sustainability, it really makes a difference in 
in the world. So I was just thinking off of the top of my head, there are so many ways that we can buy sustainably and it can mean a lot. So, you know, when you buy a pre-owned bag, you basically just buying one pre-owned designer bag, you save over 18 pounds of carbon emission and six gallons of water. And this is going to sound really nerdy, but it really makes a difference. Like by buying a pre-owned bag, you're helping the world by not making another bag and, and the manufacturing that goes into it and the water and the emission. And so that's like a big, big plus of buying pre-owned in addition to the discount that you save. We talked a little bit about why it's important right now. So for some of us who want to sell our luxury bags, how do we sell our bags? What's the process like? And then when you receive something, what is your process like for accepting something? Yeah, so if you want to sell luxury bags at Lapri, we can help give some tips. Uh, just contact us at contact at um, Make sure you mention this podcast. And because the reason what we do is we help our customers sell with our um, store partners. We also have a white glove service that we can uh, offer our customers to where you can just ship your items and we'll help you help you sell them. But in general, there's a lot of different ways that people sell uh, their items. They can sell, you know, straight sell. And so they get, you know, they sell with a business or you can sell on your own. And when you do this, you know, you're often doing the heavy lifting, but you're doing the listing, photography, and you're trying to push it on different platforms. When you sell directly, you really only, you know, getting about 40 to 50% of the retail price you paid. Um, when you sell to a business, the perks are that they do the heavy lifting, they do the photography, the listing, the marketing, and you get the cash faster. There's also consignment, which is a different way to sell. When you consign, it may take longer, but oftentimes you get about 60 to 80% of the retail price you pay. Yeah. So exactly what is the difference between selling and consignment? So if people are looking to sell a bag, what should they be looking for? Sure. So when you're selling, like, let's say you're selling to a business, you often get paid right away. They'll give you a, a quote of how much that item is worth. It's usually about 40 to 50% of what you know you paid for it uh, at retail price. And so you're getting less money back, but you're getting it faster. When you consign, you're basically giving that bag as a loan to the business. Business is then listing the item, selling it for you, and it may take longer, um, but often in the times you get a little bit more than what you paid originally for the bag. So if you can wait, you can consign, but if you can't wait and you, you really want that cash faster, then you can go the, the quick selling route. I'm noticing a trend. People are definitely moving towards the selling route more so these days, but you know these things can always change. And if you are looking to buy a bag online and it's pre-loved, how do you know if something is a good price or what a good deal is? Like, how do you even know when you're shopping online? Research. So it's really important to research the style, to research the the brand and understand how the pricing works. So, you know, certain brands hold its value in the resale market uh, more than others. And so I wouldn't be surprised if you looked at certain styles and you realize that it's actually very close to the retail or just a little bit less. But others, other styles that are more maybe trendier, you can find for a way better discount online. So you just want to make sure you do your research and you can check different platforms. You can read Purse Pops, a really good source of bag uh, industry news as well as style tips. Lapree.com, we have a blog as well um, that really has a great overview of what styles to invest in or what styles hold its value versus what styles you can get a really good deal. Yeah, so those are some of the, the things to look for. 
And somebody asked, is pre-loved worth it if it's already the same price or more as it is in store? I know like a case would be Hermes, for example. If you go online, yeah. the prices are a lot more expensive than if you were to buy them. But the reason is because sometimes you can't even get one in store. Exactly. Yes. Uh, that's a really good question. And to your point, like bags like at Birkin and Kelly, they're really hard to get. They're often two to three times their retail price in the resale industry. That's because you can't just walk into any Hermes store and pick up a Birkin Kelly. Some customers wait years and years before they're even offered the bag that they want. And oftentimes a pre-loved bag can be the same price as the in-store bag or close to the same price because it's a sold out style or it's rare. It's, it's kind of like economics, you know, uh, demand and supply. If, if, if there's no supply of a certain style, that bag is going to be more expensive in the resale market. And finally, when you're, you know, when you're thinking about it as like close to the same price or more, why is it worth it? Well, again, I go back to the sustainability. When you're buying a brand new bag, it's being manufactured. And when you're buying pre-owned, you're extending a life of that bag itself. And so you're really saving the world one pre-owned bag at a time. And then there's also other styles that are more in retail because it's truly vintage. I'm thinking of vintage bags like the Chanel Maxi or Jumbo bag that are 30, 40 years old that demand higher or like higher prices than similar styles that are currently in stores. And that's because, you know, they are really hard to find. The condition makes a big difference. Those are truly vintage collector pieces. And then I know a lot of times people are a little bit weary of buying bags online. So how do you know it's not fake? What should you look for when shopping with an online retailer? Great question. So I would only shop from verified platforms or sellers only. I'd be really weary of some of the peer-to-peer marketplaces that are out there. If you're buying from individuals, just because it can be very risky. And especially if you're buying from individuals on social media, I would be a little wary of that. I would work with verified sellers only. Even if a platform, a peer-to-peer platform authenticates, I think it would also make sense for you to authenticate it uh, yourself. And you can work third-party authenticator like Entropy, Real Authentication, Baba Baby. Um, these are great authentication partners of ours. And so you know, even if you go that route and you end up you know, buying from a peer-to-peer marketplace, and you want to authenticate, I would work with one of these third-party authenticators. Just mention Lapri, and they will you know, give you a special promotion when they authenticate your bag. And if you're shopping new in-store, how do you know if something is a trend piece or a long-term investment? Certain brands and styles are kind of considered classics, and they really hold their value or increase over time. So if you're looking for an investment, really look at the pricing history of the bag. And I mentioned the Chanel Classic Flap um, over the years, but you know we just published a really interesting diagram on uh, lapri.com uh, about the price increase, particularly for that style and how it's gone up over, over time in just the last 20, 30 years. And it's really important when you're thinking about you know, the bag that you're going to buy. If it's trend piece, know that it may not hold its value. And if you're okay with that, then especially if you love that style, just buy it. I mean, I, I, you know, don't buy things just for investments. Always just buy things that you love because, you know, when you buy things that you love, you actually wear it and you'll, you'll, it holds its value to you. But if you're buying a style because you're looking for an investment and you love the style, then I would look at the, the brands I had mentioned earlier, Chanel, Hermes, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Dior, Fendi. Those brands really hold their value. 
And I'm looking on the site right now, and I love the size comparison that you have on here from wallet on chain to small, medium, large, and maxis. So you can really yeah. see if you're shopping online what these bags look like on person. Cause sometimes in pictures, it's a little bit hard to tell the size of bags, but I love that you guys have like so much information on the site. Oh, thank you. Okay. So buying a luxury bag is definitely expensive. So do you have any tips for saving up to get your first luxury bag? Budget. And I say this because I've learned the hard way. <laughs> so you definitely want to budget and plan for it. That could mean less ordering in, uh, less Starbucks, whatever. But over time, you want to make sure that maybe you allocate some part of your budget to the bag that you want. And so, you know, that's a really important thing for any shopper is to budget if you're, especially if there's something that's a little bit out of reach that you're really striving to get. Uh, the other thing is a lot of platforms, including LaPree, do offer payment plans. And so one of our payment partners that we work with is a firm. So you can, you know, depending on who you are, you can pay and what plan you choose, you can pay over time, which is a great option for someone who wants to get a bag. Maybe they found a really good deal on it. They haven't saved up totally for that bag at that moment. They can try a firm and, and able to um, get the bag of their dreams. A question that I have too is, can you, can something be an investment bag if you've already bought it pre-owned? Like, can you continue the cycle of like, I bought it from your website and then I want to resell it a, a little bit down the line. Can you continue to resell resold items? Yeah, definitely. And that's the beauty of the resale um, industry. So what I have an example, like I brought a uh, Chanel, a vintage Chanel Diana. It's a really beautiful bag. It looks like a classic flap shape, but it's just a little bit different. And that bag I brought pre-owned for you know 3,500 a few years ago, which was a lot for me at that time. It's a lot in general, but over time that bag has gone up in value. And now that bag, because of you know the rarity of it, because of the year and the color, it's worth ten thousand right now. And so you know buying pre-owned, oftentimes if you pick the right style, can be the right investment. I really truly believe that. I think my husband now is a believer that I invest in my closet, and he actually sees the investment because I can flip bags all the way to the, get the bag I want. And I've done it before. I started with you know my first bag was a Gucci pochette bag. I flipped it to flipped it. I sold it, I should say, and, and got a Gucci Jackie bag. And then I sold that bag and got my first Chanel bag. And that bag has held its, not only held its value over time, but it's increased its value 3x. Oh, I love this. 15 years. This is amazing. So how long should we keep a bag? So let's say we bought it. It's an investment bag. When do we know when we need to sell it or should we sell it? It really depends on, on, you know, on you. It's, as, I would say you should keep a bag as long as you love it. And as long as you use it. And if you want to keep a bag because you can see it's going up in value year over year, and it's not a bag you've used or reached for in a while, maybe you keep a few of those. But you know, I am all about investing in bags. I hold on to a few of them that I know definitely will keep its value and just go up over time. But the bags I haven't reached for, I, I usually sell, even if it's bags that I know are investment, but it's not the color I, I, I use anymore. Like a, I have a Chanel classic flap in red and just recently sold it because I know I want another another handbag um, that I want to get later. And so I'm saving up for that. And so it really depends on you, but I would say as long as you love it, and if you haven't reached for it, maybe it's time to sell. I would consider selling it unless you really truly see that it's an investment over time, then maybe you keep it to grow its value and then you can sell it later for more. Do you think there's any upcoming luxury brand designers that you think will be investment bags in the future or even 
luxury brands that are already out there. I know you mentioned um, Balenciaga, like that bag is making a comeback. Balenciaga is making a comeback. Uh, the Chloe um, bag is making a comeback, believe it or not. The Fendi spy bag, it's giving very much Y2K vibes, but it's coming back. They always say like anything, everything old comes back new again, right? Or, and so we see that a lot with, especially with vintage bag trends, Prada, Prada nylon bags, you know, the vintage ones are amazing and they are, you know, really popular in the resale market right now. Same with your saddlebags, Fendi, Zuka, Baguette bags, um, Bottega Veneta and Saint Laurent bags. I think those are, I would say like upcoming luxury brands that are going to be holding on to its investment longer. Initially, I would say maybe, you know, styles from a few years back, maybe not so much, but the padded bags, the things that are becoming starting to become classics in classic styles for these brands are will be ones that hold its value. So you mentioned before some of like the like top tier bags that like, you know, they will be classics forever. So there's Chanel flat bag, Hermes Kelly, Hermes Birkin, any other timeless bags that you think people might want to like work towards getting that you think will just be timeless forever? Louis Vuitton has like a few great styles. You know, the the Neverfull, the Speedy, the Keep All, um, those those hold their values and those are also great investments. The Dior bag, really great one. Dior, Lady Dior bag is another good investment. Anything, the Fendi Zuka print that's a baguette or the Mama baguette, another great investment. Just looking around at my closet right now, I, I think that's most of the bags I would say are like, they really hold their value. Prada, Prada Nylon I mentioned earlier, the re-edition, the multi-pochette, that's another good one as well. I love my Prada nylon bag. It's like such a, it's one of my most used bags because of the material. So like day or night, no matter where I am, it's like very versatile. It's very flexible. I can like throw it in a suitcase and it still holds its shape. And I love that bag. It's also a really great price point. Same. I have a, I have a little black Prada nylon and that's the one I use every day. It's easy to clean. I throw it into my backpack. I throw it into like my you know, big tote with my kids stuff in there. And I don't have to worry about it getting like messed up because it's just such an easy bag to care for. And that one also holds its value too. So it's a really good one. I want to jump into a little bit about your role at Lepre. So how do you describe your role as CMO and what are some of the things that you like to be involved in? Sure. So I, so I'm a CMO and co-founder, which is, you know, as a co-founder, you kind of do everything, right? And so... Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm involved in everything from marketing to partnership and sales, from what's the latest email campaign and what the, what channel marketing channels are best performing, to what partnerships should we continue to grow and foster, or to you know figure out the best customer experience online, or even just operational processes. How do we make this even more efficient and better for our customers? So I'm kind of involved in everything. I think my sister and co-founder too is the same way. She's involved in everything, but. We also have a really amazing team that's very supportive. And, you know, as we grow bigger and bigger, we're starting to realize we can't get involved in every single thing. So, you know, really learning to delegate and really trust on our team. And with that comes like hiring the right talent. And I would say like our team's pretty badass and I'm, I'm really proud to work with them. Yes, team is so important because yes. I man imagine it's really difficult to manage your time between your kids and your family and the company. So how are you splitting your time between the two and like really being mindful of work-life balance? The work-life balance question. <laughs> I laugh at that one because I don't know if there's ever truly a, always a balance. There's always, you know, something that has to give or take. But for me, I actually, I, I think you have to do the same thing, but I black out time. Like I schedule everything out. Otherwise, 
certain things won't get done. And so really to manage my time, you know, I really schedule everything out on my calendar. I also have a really great support network. My husband is super hands-on, really supportive. He's my biggest cheerleader. Our nanny, my parents, my sisters, my kids have this like network of amazing aunts and uncles that really help support us. And so if I have to work late, I know that my husband can be do nighttime duty or on the weekends if I have to work a little bit. My sisters are, my sister lives right across the street. And so we, we tag team our kids, which is great, really supportive of each other. But I also want to, you know, I also hold my weekend, part of my weekend sacred. Most of my weekends are sacred. I make sure that I don't, you know, check Slack or, or emails. And also if there's any like vacation with the kids, like spring break, we just went to Aruba. I told my team, I, the, for the first time it was my vacation, like my first vacation in a long time where I wasn't on and working and actually blocked it out. And my team was amazing. They were so respectful. They got stuff done. And, and I, it, what it made me realize was I don't need to be involved in every single thing. And I can really trust on my team. So that was a really nice break for me. That's so nice. And then other things that you might do for your break in your daily life, what are some of your favorite like self-care things? I love taking walks. Like sometimes in the old day, I'll just go take a walk, get some fresh air, exercise. I love going for a long run. One of those runs where you just like kind of get lost and you discover new neighborhoods or you run through, you know, run on a path and you discover a creek or something. I love those kinds of runs as far as it feels like it's discovery. It's more interesting. Pilates. I don't know. I don't think I would be as seen if I didn't have my reformer. But and then really quality time with my my girlfriends without the kids. I love my kids. I love their kids. But sometimes you just want to have a good conversation with your friends, and so really connecting with my our, our friends in that way. And then I also have like I call this self care. It's my own personal advice, but and I hope nobody judges me. But I really like reality shows like Bling Empire and Selling Sunset. I know it's silly, but it's it just kind of takes your mind off of things. And it's a nice little mental break for me. I know. I can't wait for the new season of Bling Empire. It'll be yeah, really good. Me too. <laughs> I also want to ask if you had a dream bag on your wish list, what are you like working towards or hoping to get someday? Oh, dream bag. So I would love, I would love a, a black Birkin 25 Togo with gold hardware. I know it's really hard to get. There's a few on our site. But it, you know, it's it's investment. So I am going to flip my way up to that bag. I will sell other bags that I've invested in over time, and eventually it'll be the bag that I I get. There's no timeline, and that's kind of how I work. But I try to do the one in one out policy. It's a little bit hard, especially when you work in the industry and there's like you you see what's coming up or like what's on the site, and you know it's a good deal, and so you just you know, buy more, but my goal is one in one out. And so right now that's my dream bag and I'm, I'm going to sell enough bags to get, get there. I love that. And then last question is anyone who wants to buy or sell a bag, how do we go about doing that with LaPree? Yeah. So if you're thinking about selling or selling a bag, I would uh, email us uh, the easiest way we can help walk you through how to either sell your bag with one of our store partners or just easily ship, um, you know, package up and ship your items to us. And then if you're looking to buy a bag, I would check out lapri.com. We have the best store network. We bring on the coolest vintage and consignment stores in LA, New York, Miami, all over the world, Paris. I mean, we have amazing network of stores. And with that, like a really curated collection of some of the most beautiful bags in the world. Amazing. Thank you so much. Of course. 
Emily was such a great resource for this episode. If you guys want to follow her on Instagram, it's Emily or Kel, E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-K-E-L. And you guys can also follow LaPrie at L-E-P-R-I-X. If you guys are looking for wholesale help, go to wholesale.lapree.com and also check out LaPrie. And if you guys are shopping, use code Mariana for 10% off up to $500. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.